Hey guys, Tina Tassels here. Welcome to the first bonus episode of season three. Marlena and I are discussing the Paris and Britney documentaries that are out now. So if you haven't watched yet, this is your spoiler alert. Also, stick around after the episode because Marlena digs into their astrology even deeper. It's also interesting and we hope you enjoy it. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to our global Avoiding the Crowd audience. This is Tina Tassels. Marlena's here. Um, This is a fun one because this is our little bonus episode. If you guys have been listening, which I hope you have, you know, we brought up, um, well, I've mentioned the Britney Spears documentary and the Paris Hilton documentaries as well. Um, And Marlena ended up uh, you did your homework, right? Watching these documentaries. I, ca- I caved in. I caved but in and I watched. You had no, I, to. I really, I, I really wanted to. to watch the Britney one. I really love yeah. Britney, but Paris Hilton, I've never been that interested in, but I'm glad mm-hmm. I watched it. Good. Yeah. I'm glad because, yeah, I, I, so I wanted to rewatch the Paris Hilton one. So I, I, I am a bad student because I didn't rewatch it, you but um, I think you. I've seen the Britney one like three, three or four times by now, just like by accident. Um, but I would love <laughs> to get your initial reaction to them. There's so much in both of them. It's just, it's a lot and it's crazy. And I love them both, even though I know like Paris Hilton, you want to punch kind of throughout hers because she's just <laughs> annoying. But like, I had a soft spot for both of them at the end of it. I did too. I, I really did. I mean, I've always had a soft spot for Brittany. Yeah. Because um, I feel like you kind of, like, she's not much older. Well, neither one of them are much older than us. Right. Um, but I feel like she's more relatable because, like, she was, yeah. like, a normal person. Whereas Paris Hilton is just kind of, like... But anyway, okay, so my initial reaction. Um, <laughs> I watched the Paris Hilton one first. Uh-huh. And... At first, I was just really annoyed, not just with her and the voice, but, you know, that's hot. Like <laughs> The baby voice. It's so weird. It's so weird. But just the whole, like, family dynamic was so annoying to me. Like, how I felt like her sister was super hard on her. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she is super hard on her. I, I mean, right. I think. Like, you know, um, her mom just seems like, I don't know. I, I mean, it's all non-judgmentally. Yeah. Well, like her mom putting on a show. Right. Her mom. And what I do, not, okay, let's just clarify. I don't know the Hilton family. I don't know the person. You don't? Um, I mean, I know you know a lot of famous people. Right. Like but Mr. Big. I, have, I haven't met the Hiltons. Um, but not the yet. thing about her mom in this documentary, I felt like her mom was, um, yes, definitely putting on a show, but kind of on the defense. And I find it interesting that her mom even wanted to do it then, because I, I do feel like her mom was kind of like um, under a microscope and it, it was just, it, I was still upset with her family after this. There was yeah, like, I, I just felt like there was like zero compassion after all of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, I mean, we're not going to give away the whole story, right? We don't want to do that. But um, it, it just seems like they, yeah. they, they made decisions <laughs> to protect their image. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was damaging to Paris. Right. Right. Even though, you know, 
Paris kind of needed something to kind of rein her in. I guess she was kind of out of control, which is scary. I, I mean, I can imagine that's very scary, but it's like, were they really worried about her or, or the image? Because right. they mentioned the documentary how her how beautiful she was was always this big focus and so how weird. when she was a kid she loved animals and it was like it just not that you know it's just like what happened <laughs> you know I know like adolescence is really intense and weird for everybody right um, but I felt like with the with the Paris documentary I felt annoyed because part of me like didn't trust what I was seeing just because Paris Hilton is like she was the original influencer. She's mm-hmm. really like, she's putting on a show, you know, and yeah. having a Leo moon. <laughs> uh, yes. She really likes we go. to be uh-huh. in the spotlight. Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. she ha- she's an Aquarius. She has a lot of Aquarius in her chart. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I looked at this, like I looked at her sun, moon and rising before I watched the documentary. And then I like really looked at her chart, the whole chart after. Mm-hmm. And I think like the voices, it's interesting, like with her having Mercury and Aquarius, like she can, I think she kind of detaches herself, like from people, like it's a way to kind of be someone else. Right. Because Aqu- right. Aquarius can be so detached and dry and very yeah. unemotional. I feel um, like she kind of it, says that about herself too, right? Yeah, she, it's she like, might've, I don't know. Yeah. It's like she wants, I was completely overwhelmed, but she has zero <laughs> trust. Also, I'm not worried about giving things away because when we post this, I mean, I, I think we just say like, spoiler alert. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Um, also there's yeah. like a ton of content out there around it now, but yeah, the Paris thing I thought was really interesting because it's, it's sort of like the tale is all this time. Like all she is longing for is like real affection and love and attention, but it's also Mm -hmm. the things that she pushes away because she won't let herself become Mm -hmm. vulnerable. Yeah. Which is, which is understandable. Um, No, I was, I was like upset. I, I, I also think there should be like more parts to the documentary because I want to dig into more of like as a teenager like the things they the examples they said I was like okay she was just like being an asshole but they didn't seem like anything it's not like she was out in the street setting cars on fire and they like she was going to juvenile hall like they like they Mm -hmm. didn't know what to do with her you know what I mean like when I I feel like either they didn't dig into like how quote unquote bad of a teenager she was or mm-hmm. if that really was the depth of it, it's really fucked up that the family couldn't, didn't know what else to do with her. Like, didn't know how like to hire her. Well, well, the thing is, is like, it, it was that she kept sneaking out at night mm-hmm. and going to these clubs, right? Like, mm-hmm. that was a big problem. Which is so like, LA. To me, these <laughs> people have all, like, all the resources imaginable. Like, mm-hmm. hire several bodyguards to, yeah. like, stay around yeah. her bedroom so she can't sneak out like she's watched yeah. like she's a teenager if but you have put a teenager, security locks on the under, window like yeah like there's yeah, so much more you could do mm-hmm. which is why it's like it feels so weird to me like yeah it doesn't make sense why they would have to ship her off in, in the document they, they they sent her off to this like Ugh. outdoor nature school I um stand these there are other outdoor nature schools you could send your kid to like if I were like if I were to make a choice, like if I were to send my child to a school where she's living, I would want to mm-hmm. live there myself for like two weeks. I yeah. would not be comfortable just like yeah. Which no, is, these, is why these I just, I feel up. like 
all the other options they had um and it just like I guess yeah. since we're not you know spoiler alert like she was abused like these people were abusive to the to the kids there yeah and it's, it's like her mom acted shocked on the documentary but it's like like yeah, yeah. Just, and also it's like pre Paris Hilton this has been going on at these types of these types yeah. of schools these types of like reform schools this is nothing yeah. new this is not a new generation of like oh my god they used to be so good no they've always been problematic and it's really disturbing that they're allowed to exist the way they do it's really yeah. really fucked up and it's like I think it was um, not great to hear because it's like so sad for these people to tell their stories. But like when other people that she went to the school with started sharing their stories, like they're all so traumatized. It's like they can't even talk about some of the memories like still without like getting shaky voices. And it's like 30 years later. You know what I mean? It's just like it's so like all the things about Paris Hilton, like, yeah, her voices, that is just weird. Like. I would be curious to know what like a professional like to comment on it. You know, like I would love to watch yeah. this documentary with like different kinds of therapists or something like that to like hear yeah. what their reactions would be to like, oh, she switched her voice mm-hmm. again in this moment because she's talking about something sensitive or like um yeah. but yeah, my heart broke for her because those types of schools, like those those centers or whatever. I, I mean, I watch documentaries on them over the years and they're just so messed up and you forget that they're real because mm-hmm. they just don't seem like they should be real. And like, there's a, a majority of the people that come out of them have major long lasting issues. So I'm just confused about like how, how they're allowed to exist. It's just- I also like, I mean, I don't know if this is kind of off topic, but I don't understand why some people have kids. I like, will that too. Yeah. Why, <laughs> like, why have kids if, if that's how much, mm-hmm. like, you just can't tell me that they put much into deciding what to do I with agree. her, if that's I where agree. they send her. Having right. all the resources and so many other options yep. to like- for yeah. a teenager it's not like like when Britney you know when things went you know bad with Britney she was an adult you know like right. she had children like it was different still not right. saying like what's happening with her is okay I think it's wrong too more yeah. on that in a minute but mm-hmm. I just don't get how like I understand with a teenager it's like I, I could understand I being worried that she, something's going to happen to her someone's going to hurt her especially like right. with her being you know part of this rich family like I can mm-hmm. understand the concern but I don't understand that choice there are so many other things right unless they did that stuff first and it didn't work but I don't know how like a, a teenage girl would be able to like get past a bunch of bodyguards or like right. locks on the I mean maybe she could figure out how to get through locks but like right I don't Big know. tough men, probably not. It was just Very like, weird. yeah, like super harsh punishment for something that didn't feel like so abnormal to teenagers. As stupid as that sounds, exactly. I know, like you said, mm-hmm. like she was sneaking out, but like she's to me was just like a crazy teen. And not to say that's yeah. an excuse or let her do what she's doing, but there's, I feel like majority of the families of in in the world, or let's just say the U.S., like they don't have the resources the Hiltons do and somehow they manage to work with their kids they deal with it they work through it it's not easy there's Mm -hmm. that's not what I'm saying at all but like 
sending your kid to a school like that, it just feels mm-hmm. like a last resort. And the reason it's a yeah. last resort is because you know really how bad it is there. Mm-hmm. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. I don't. And just like how they had the people come and take her, like. That's one of the most traumatic just, parts of the process for most of the students is that they're taken in the uh, middle so of the night. They do it with all the students. They do it with all the students. How, how fucking disgusting so it really is that? Is, it really it's, is just to scare them. It's, it's all messed to up. scare them into being obedient, really. Yeah. To behave so that that doesn't happen again or whatever. It's disturbing. It's um, like right in that, right in line with like um, those like religious, um, like, uh like reforming like gay people like making people ungay it's like up there in that that kind yeah, of world you can do that i know it's, that's possible it, but like the thought again i'm not a parent so obviously i don't know this from a yeah. parental point of view but just like if i had to take care of a kid the thought that i'm sending them somewhere to be terrified yeah into like submission that I can't that that broke my heart so because disturbing. the thought of a little uh, uh, I don't care how bad she is I don't care what club she mm-hmm. goes to I don't care who she's with she's yeah. 14 15 years old she's nothing yeah. in this world she's this little yeah. person that just needs mm-hmm. help and that to me was like the saddest part of it and yeah like you said from from the very start when they like burst into the house and that's part of the process like that from the instance will traumatize you for the rest of your life and it's just like I can't I feel so bad for her it hurts me I can't it's upsetting it's upsetting and then her sister no I was just gonna say I don't know how her sister I feel like her sister doesn't even react to the understanding of what happened at that school. If I, if my brother was sent away and the thought of learning more about how these places function and what happened to him there, I would feel terrible that my brother had to go through that and I didn't have to like, you know, like your mom should have sent your brother though to one of those places. He really needs to. Right. Exactly. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. It's just like, Silly it's guy. so upsetting. No, it, her <laughs> sister seems like so straightforward, like mm-hmm. upright, that mm-hmm. like she, it's like she just wants to follow the rules sort of thing. Yeah. And just get through life. You know? Or whatever. Yep. Yeah. And obviously I don't know her either. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she just, she seems very, um, yeah, like when she's like, do you ever apologize to mom and dad for like doing that? And oh, God. Uh, I was just kind of like, really? Like, that's what you're saying to her? Like, maybe she never entertained how bad it was for her. Right. Or like, right. you have to wonder. And I also thought it was interesting that the father didn't even come on. I, mean, I, I heard that know. he's very private. Yeah. Um, like people have said he's just extremely private, but yeah. Um, now, I think her yeah, mom coming on there, like I said, was more about defending herself and less yeah. about wishing that she handled it differently or whatever, which is always gross. I think if any parent does that, like with their kid, because yeah. I don't care how old your kid gets, like if your mom's constant, if like any parent is, is still sort of after a kid like confesses trauma and like long lasting yeah problems and your your parent Mm -hmm. is still like well you should have been a better teen that is so hurtful 
So yeah. it's like, that's just so much deeper than I think people um, like realize off the bat or think about off the bat. But like, I just think it's so hurtful. And I think Paris is a total mess. I think, I think she's, I don't, this is totally my, um, like my opinion, but like, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if she's still doing Coke every time she's getting a DJ gig and like cocaine, like we hear all the stories, like it's bad for you, but it's fucks you up so badly. And I, so it's just mm-hmm. still like, I, I feel like Paris is just like getting, getting through. I don't know. Yeah. She's just like surviving in her own way and that's that's all she can do right now it's so fucking sad I feel bad for her I do I do too yeah I think it's like we look at like culture and it's like you know you think people who have all the resources at their you know fingertips like Mm -hmm. they're they have I'm sorry I still have my my morning voice I know it's okay Um, but um it's like I feel like there is a like you just you just don't know like you can have all the resources at your fingertips but like you don't have what you really need for like a healthy mm-hmm. um mind and no. and emotional um like you don't have connection with your parents I mean you have to think how much like oh your average adult Did I lose you? Oops, I think I lost you, but I'm gonna wait for you to come back. Um, so yeah, those of you still uh, listening, we lost Marlena, but if you haven't watched the um, documentary so far, I highly recommend you do. Obviously just, um, it's just, you know, it's part of our growing up if you're sort of around me and Marlena's age, like we grew up with Brittany and Paris and I know they their lives are so different than, than ours, almost there's a pop star out there listening, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> um, but, you know, when you're young and you look at pop stars, you just think they're just in this whole other world. You think they're even just like a different type of person than you you just sort of can't imagine what their life is like. And the reality is when we're young, we really um, idolize them and we wish we had the same lives and you think they have everything. But why I love documentaries in general, and of course the ones we're talking about is just because you start to learn the real stories and like really what's behind the curtains and you start to almost remind yourself that these are real people and the reality is we have no idea what it's like to be in their shoes and navigate the world of celebrity of um money very publicly known wealthy people you know what I mean there's no denying you know you can't say Britney Spears we don't know hey Marlena just just me talking to the crowd that's okay I was just um telling the audience that um, why I really love documentaries, especially when it comes to celebrities is because, you know, we grew up with 
Britney and Paris and like we yeah. we in some ways idolize these people and we just think their lives are so unattainable and they live in a different world than us but then when you watch these documentaries it it sort of gives you that reminder of like oh my god these were young girls in the world and no matter how wealthy they are like we obviously don't understand what it's like the whole world knows they're wealthy we don't understand like the people around them you want to trust them even if they're family but you can't always do that and it's mm. like that's why I like humanizing these people oh excuse me I have hiccups because it's like easy to forget with celebrities, you know, that they're, they're like a real person living in this bubble and like, yeah, they're trying to figure it out too. There's no, oh my God. Um, there's no like manual on how to figure it out, but obviously through television, television magazines, radio, we feel like these people exist in a, in a world, in a planet that we aren't a part of, but they are just like regular people, like little kids, just like we were. Yeah. Some of them from small towns. I mean, Paris Hilton's different. Like you said, Brittany's more re- relatable. Oh my God, these hiccups are killing me. Um, but because Paris Hilton is from, from a wealthy family, so from birth, her life yeah. was pretty different than I mean most people I know not most people they knew but where Brittany you know she really did like her life was turned into her dreams you know she came from nowhere and it's just um we forget (laughs) you're right I know it's like we just like these people are emotional human beings and like we can't imagine what it's like at the end of the night where they like close the door and sit by themselves like they they feel things just like we feel things so it's like uh-huh. ugh, I just love them all and I feel bad and I want to be friends with them <laughs> I, I, I can tell questions yeah I can tell um I, so- I think like go ahead no I was gonna say I forget what we were talking about when we lost you I was just saying how, like, you think of how much the average adult works, like, for someone mm-hmm. who, like, a Hilton, how much mm-hmm. of their energy would go into, like, their public, their work life or their public life, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You have to wonder how much of a connection that they are able to have with their kids, like, how much time they spent with them, and mm-hmm. not that you need to be with your kids all the time, but I mean, I know there's time, like, during Enrico's busy season, where it's like, I feel super disconnected from him because he's just like constantly working. Right. You know, so I can only imagine for someone who, I don't know, like Oprah or whatever, you know, someone who's like, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, I feel like there's a lot. lot Oh yeah. Cause we were like, why do we were like, why do people have kids? (laughs) Oh yeah. I don't, I don't know why some people have kids. I don't. Like you don't have to have kids just because you are able to, just because biologically you're able to, you don't have to do it. You don't have to, seriously. Just get a cat or a rat (laughs) or something. Um, No, it's, um, we've done a lot of Paris talk, which I love. And I, I just do, I think, I mean, I think the best part of all this, even though, you know, 
not much great stuff because she's got so much trauma, but the fact that she's speaking out about these sort of reform schools, that great, exist, yeah. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I, the sad part is again, all these people now are feeling empowered to come out. And it's like, to think of how many kids have been fucked up and these mm-hmm. places aren't cheap. Like that's the thing is like, these are upper echelon I say that financial brackets, like from that yeah. point of view, like these people <laughs> have money to send their kids to yeah. these places. So I think it's also ironic the 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 type of people, the bubble of people that send their kids to these that mm-hmm. because they can afford it is all like um like wealthier people. And you're so like, many other things you could do. Right. And like, it's like I'll I should write a blog post and I'll I'll tag Hilton. <laughs> These are the things you can do instead of sending yeah your kid to a fucking whatever the yeah. fuck. No, I just think fucking again, <laughs> yeah. To like wrap up the, the parent part again, her mom pissed mm-hmm. me off Paris's mom because she I don't think no, not once I don't think. I wish her mom would just say I'm sorry this happened yeah. to her and we thought she never we were does. the right thing and she never does. And that to she, me is gross as a parent. It doesn't matter what I think your any, opinion is. Like even the your fact kid is telling you this, like I need you and your love and this is fucked up. And not once does her mom break on that piece. I hate it. Even the fact that she said, she said to her, you know, if we knew this was going on, me and your dad would have been there in a minute. Right. And it's like, how could you think like they, they take her, like they come in, into the house, this big dramatic, mm-hmm. like they take her, mm-hmm. like, what did you, like, if they're capable, they think that's okay. What else do they right. think is okay? Like, this is common sense, I feel. So right. I just felt like she was totally full of shit. Yeah. So I anyway, so yeah, that, that's, <sighs> that's my major takeaway from it. You know. Mom is full of shit. Dad won't talk about it. Sister is Sisters are interesting. Real yeah, yeah, she is interesting. She's just a robot. She's not like the goody two shoes, but she's just kind of like, I don't know, just like she's upright. Cares. This is like our life. Like just yeah. Like, yeah, don't, like very don't... matter of fact about things. I should have looked at her sister's chart. Um yeah. Because her sister anyway. seems cold, but then I know people that yeah. have worked with her and said she's really great. And I'm like, yeah, but what does really great mean? She's nice, has like just like common um like you know. Uh, has like manners like why why do we need so little from people yeah she seems very like virgo to me honestly um oh she's a libra you guys almost share a freaking birthday oh yeah yeah wow libra sun libra i'm one day older than her so being that i'm more mature than her i don't um, see a rising sign though what's her rising sign maybe they don't have her her birth time yeah, they don't have her birth time. That kind of sucks. But yeah, Libra Sun, Libra Moon. So she just doesn't want to ruffle any feathers. Right. She, she just, just wants to be like that. polite. Like she's very polite. Yeah. She seemed kind of Virgo to me, honestly, because she she even looks kind of maybe Virgo's her rising sign. We'll never know. Um, <laughs> she looks Virgo. That's so wild. Oh no, it says her, Libra Sagittarius Virgo. Where's her full chart? Sorry. Okay, we can talk <laughs> about okay. Brittany now. Um. um oh. Brittany, uh, what everyone? Okay, she does have. Sorry, can I just say this real fast? Yes, um, of course. Nikki Hilton does have no. Mercury and Mars and Virgo. It looks like. 
I'm having a hard time really reading this chart, but yeah, so and, she does have some Virgo and Libra. So it makes sense why she's so like Virgo just wants to keep things in order and very polished and oh, um, like, interesting. yeah. And, and Libra is polite, harmonizing, you know, right. like Paris probably really pissed her off. Like when she said she's addicted to drama and she's always late, like that just pisses a Virgo off, you know? Right. And I think it's, it's interesting though, that her sister is so like, um, like hard on her and not yeah. very gentle with how she communicates no, with her it seems like she she seemed pretty she's like annoyed um, with her all the time very annoyed with her yeah yes. like zero she, she, empathy zero compassion it's yeah. just like she's had it with her like she's over it just, unless of course you know they're just showing certain things on the documentary to like right. elicit a certain response in us I mean you have to keep that right. in mind too but I know um, but that's that's anyway. all we have to work off so that's not it's like exactly I get yeah. very Libra and they're like we don't know but then I'm like well this is what we have to work with mm -hmm. I have to remind myself this is what they gave us and this is they had to okay mm -hmm. and the way show business works just so we know yeah like, everyone yeah. that was on that video watched like in her family watched this and had mm -hmm. to sign off on it so if she was okay with that being out in the world then we're allowed to be like damn bitch like loosen up a little what's your problem but mm -hmm. and I also felt like Paris was the younger one even though it doesn't really matter once you hit a certain age but Paris felt like yeah. the younger sibling totally, when her sister yep. was on the screen because her, yeah like you said her sister's polished she like sits straight up like the way she just like carries herself mm -hmm. even she felt like mm -hmm. thirty thousand years older than paris yeah yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, paris hilton uh sorry everyone, paris we have to I move on like Brittany now failed her i know yeah. um no they all do that, they all yeah they all did everybody fails everybody but it's like yeah. worse when you're doing it in front of everybody oh, else yeah but. so paris so, yeah, uh, britney Brittany, Brittany's documentary made me so angry, but you know, anytime I look into anything with Brittany, I just get so pissed off because I feel like people were so horrible to her. And I feel like mm -hmm. everyone acted like it was okay because she, you know, wasn't a good role model or whatever. And it's like, she was an effing kid. She was like she was a 16. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, I know. It, it makes me so angry how I feel like people just feel so entitled to like, rip a person apart you know it's because so they gross. have money or they're they're really attractive you know it's yeah. like we think that if people have good looks and money it's like their life is easy because right. that's what Absolutely. the culture would like us to think but that's that's not right. that's not true and yeah. I think it's the same like both Paris and Brittany had those two things so it's like but yeah, yeah. I, I just feel like the thing the main difference I see between them and it, it could have a lot to do with like their upbringing where they mm -hmm. come from but Brittany just has like an innocence I think or had an innocence maybe so, not now no, she doesn't yeah no they both um, like now she don't I trust think it anybody was when when she was on Matt Lauer and he I think it, it was either him or Diane Sawyer told her that like the governor of Maryland said she would shoot Brittany if she like could Diane Sawyer and, and she's like why and Brittany, would you say that yeah yeah she seemed like genuinely like hurt and shocked right because like, a grown-ass woman yeah, yeah it's just like weird because it's and also it's confusing like, it confusing it's, i can't even say the word i'm so very upset. confusing it's you're so, so confusing <laughs> she's like yeah a grown, together, Tina. 
professional woman in the mm -hmm. public political eye yeah. has a has not only an opinion on Britney Spears, but says she would shoot her. First of all, you should be obtained for that. Like, why are you saying you would shoot this girl? Yeah, that's not and okay. She's a young teenage girl that somehow mm. has affected your life so much. You go and make a public comment about her like that. Mm. Um, but I agree. Like, I think Brittany was like, oh my God, why would you say that? Because also think about like being young and wrapping your head around the idea that somebody out in the world that you don't even know had released a quote that they would shoot you if they had the chance. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. that's scary Gosh. and it's hurtful and it's confusing and it's just it doesn't make sense because she's like I'm trying to be happy and make people happy and change lives and there's these people it's just gross it's all everyone failed Brittany I agree that like I think the fact and I, it wouldn't fly now but like you know how they always say like in the public eye, like women are always asked about their looks in Hollywood, but men are yeah. asked about the role. And that's, it was just like exactly what she lived through. And it's like mm -hmm. a grown man, like a reporter asking a 17 year old girl about her virginity and her breasts. You're yeah. fucking disgusting, dude. And yeah. you're a shitty reporter. If that's all you're, if that's all you're going to talk about today. I, it's just like upsetting. And the thing is, she would sit at these press conferences all on her own, and I just, who knows what was going through her head when people would ask her shit about it. I, I just, yeah. I feel for her. Well, you can just, you can look at how, well, first of all, I think it's, it was also disgusting that Matt Lauer, I think it was Matt Lauer, yeah, he's brought gross. that up about the governor. Like, that was, that was ridiculous. Like, yeah. why? Why would you bring that Yeah. Or even, like, just, you know, saying things to her, and then she's crying on the camera, and it's like, turn it off like why right. are you like are people really enjoying this like people are watching this they like they want her to yeah. see it's like people wanted to to watch like they said you know the world loves to like build people up and then break them and down break it's like sells a lot of tabloids yeah. right they want to see but, her um, break yeah it's so fucked up I mean if you just look at like the way she was treated and you know the things said about her versus mm -hmm. Justin Timberlake with that whole Ugh. thing I yeah. mean that that just shows you how mm -hmm. I know um the culture is with women versus mm -hmm. men um, I also used to love Justin Timberlake I really did yeah. I was like a big fan of his uh, it like I'm not hating on him sync girl yeah in sync girl but, I remember I remember but, like it just bums me out that yeah even after all these years he had never come out mm -hmm. to say anything and it took like this documentary mm -hmm. and like the sort of backlash even though we all knew it was it happened in real time. Did and he like, say something? Did well, he, yeah, like, he, ended, he ended up like releasing a statement, I think, toward for Britney and because of Janet Jackson of the, mm -hmm. when he like ripped her top off or whatever. Um, yeah. Because yeah, he got to walk away and all the guys are high-fiving him and the public that, you know, like they were, the girls were the victims of the bad press. They were made yeah. to be in the wrong the whole time mm -hmm. and then I think yeah. he came out and and no he did come out and say something after the Britney documentary dropped um mm -hmm. but and that's not to say you know he was young too and I think there was a system yeah. manipulating him as totally. well so it's not like mm -hmm. 
you know, he was some older man and should have known better. But like after yeah. all these years, and again, we, despite wanting to say I know them, we don't know them. We don't know if he had talked to Brittany, you know, if they've ever had a talk mm-hmm. about what happened to her. But yeah, it's, it's more about how they were, how things were portrayed to us by the media. Right, exactly. And even That's like we general, you know, the, the, people's reaction people what mm-hmm. people would say about them like people yeah. were always super critical of of Brittany always you know it's just I mean again to think of like what a young girl she was and her life was flipped mm-hmm. upside down and then how she started to be talked about in the media is just so fucked up and then mm-hmm. this is why I'm like I I want to know that, like, we don't really know what happened. Apparently she cheated on Justin Timberlake. I honestly don't care if she did because they they are living in another world, but like none of our business. It's none of our business, but like when Diane Sawyer, you know, she really (laughs) indulges. She's like, you know, you know, what did you do to him? And it's like, she's looking at Diane Sawyer, like you are insane, but I think it's interesting that she doesn't sort of like defend herself I feel like by that point Brittany was like it doesn't matter what I say like it just doesn't matter what the fuck I say at this point but it's just a shame that yeah a grown-ass woman and that's why after the documentary too everybody's like Diane Sawyer owes her an apology that wasn't good reporting Mm -hmm. she was like attacking a young girl yeah these Mm -hmm. crazy accusations that she knows nothing Mm -hmm. about it's just so yeah Um, but then I'm going to say now, well, we're going to go back to talking about parents because Brittany's mom has been with her like a lot, but where the fuck was Brittany's mom the whole time? I know. Like, where was I always, she? I can't stand it. I remember that Rolling Stone cover that everyone was freaking mm-hmm. out about and they're like, where was her mom? And I feel like, and I could be wrong. I'd have to like, look it up. But I feel like I remember her mom saying in a magazine or some sort of interview, like, you know, these people had my daughter and I didn't really know what was going on. And, you know, she wasn't, everything happened so fast and she was so famous. And it's like, she really kind of lost control of what was happening, which Mm -hmm. was basically the gist, I think, of what she was saying, Um, which I guess is understandable, but I still just feel like, I mean, my daughter is nobody, little but I'm just yeah. I'm trying to no, understand nobody took like, her daughter from her and said no Lynn you can't know what's going yeah. on nobody said yeah that. yeah so it, it's just very it's it is it's weird I don't and I don't want to put all the blame on the parents either because it, no, a lot of blame on all. them I mean Paris right. Hilton's parents I don't know the yeah. mom just really gave me a yucky feeling like yeah. Brittany's mom I feel like I don't know, maybe I'm making too big of a deal out of their roots, but I just feel like coming from, like, it's just a very, like, it's, like, Britney's family had no money. There are, people that have, like, financial struggles aren't used to just, mm-hmm. like, calling the shots, you know, they're always right. needing right. things. They, their no, needs aren't true. usually met. And that's, yeah. I mean, I, I thought that her family was, like, not just, you know, a normal, they, they, like, were, I think they were, like, close to bankruptcy or, like, they, they, they were having a tough time financially. Yeah. I thought maybe I'm I wrong. think her her dad I think had actually um filed for bankruptcy at one point but I think okay. it was yeah the, also her dad like that's the thing with these documentaries I want them to be like series because I'm like there's so many questions I, I have but, like so much I know her dad was like 
in and out of her life. And like he, I think mm-hmm. he suffered from like alcoholism. And then I did, I do think he filed her bankruptcy at one point. I think my issue with the parent thing is, and I agree again, parenting is, I know people say it's like the hardest job you'll ever have. And I'm not a parent, but it's like, and I'm asking this not to put her parents down. And I agree like what you said with like, their, their life just turned into this whirlwind and they are very polite people. They're very kind people where they, where mm-hmm. they're from. They're very like trusting people because that's yeah. just the kind of people they are. Um, I think yeah. I just find it hard for like, you, like also I love Fifi who ends up being like, Me too. like yeah. surrogate <laughs> mom on the road. Like I remember her when we were growing up too. It's funny to know that, but like, I'm just, I, I want to I know like, so like Britney Spears, at, I'm pretty sure on that cover was like 17. I don't even think she was 18 yet, um, which is okay, fine. Like people, like somebody had to sign off on that. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. my question is like, who was the decision maker for Britney or was it really like left up to her? And she was like, yeah, it's my dream to be on Rolling Stone. And she has a great body and she works hard. To, she dances like, you know, and she wasn't like sexualizing herself. You yeah. know, that's the interesting part of Britney too, is like, which I don't think people wanted to agree with of like, she's a mm-hmm. young girl just wearing these fun outfits. She's a dancer. Mm-hmm. So like, she didn't sexualize her strong body or her flat abs. Yeah. Like, she was a dancer. That's what her body looks like for me, a dancer. And it's like, so it's, it's just, it's like, I don't think she was naive. I just, I don't know. I just, I, I feel like Brittany probably had to like answer a lot of things on her own, but I don't know. We don't know. That's the reality of it. Hi, Allie. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yeah. I, um, I agree with you that that it's uh I have a friend actually my friend I talked to you about Christina Mm -hmm. um it's interesting because she um she posts a lot about um things like Mm -hmm. how how do I explain this in code right now I'm sorry this is happening I think I'm gonna have to come (laughs) back to this another time that's okay but um yeah so what you're saying about Brittany um how like people did that to her like she wasn't doing that to herself that was everybody else it's like everybody else is putting all their shit on her yeah exactly exactly that's the word I don't really want to you know I have that code right now Uh um very (laughs) Virgo rising of me but yeah coloring oh (laughs) (laughs) a lot (laughs) yeah a lot (laughs) um but yeah, the, uh, I'm just, so then the thing with Brittany to like sort of keep going on the parent thing, we could close that piece out, mm-hmm. but it's like when her father, what isn't really clear is that when her father sort of comes back into her life in a bigger way yeah. as she's mm-hmm. getting more famous and like, you know, people had made mm-hmm. comments um, of things they heard her father say or you yeah. know, saw him do or whatever. But my yeah, whole that thing was is weird. it's it's just it's really sad because Brittany 
you know, he wasn't like in her life, but, and she probably didn't want, it's like she wanted her dad around, but the fact is he wasn't a good person and was taking advantage of her. But the thing is like kids don't feel that way about their parents. They don't want to think their parents are taking advantage of them. So like to let him back into her life, I'm also like, did anybody say to her like, watch out for your dad or like even her mom to be like do you want me to be there instead of your dad like I I just I don't know I don't know how he so easily came back into her life and then it spiraled it just spiraled and I think the conservatorship is like let's get into that is like it's just unreal and like the judge and the lawyers there's obviously some sort of payment going on because it just doesn't make sense of like how it even got passed for mm-hmm. her father to become the conservator. It doesn't make any sense like under the law of like how someone like her would end up in a conservatorship. Zero sense. Yeah. So, and I think it's really sad that like she's just, well, I think it's smart, but it's also kind of sad that she's just not working until this is done. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I give I, her a lot of credit, but I mean, she's yeah. always been very clear that she like she loves what she does like as hard as you know all the other shit has been that comes with it right she She seems very happy and like yeah like it's kind of natural to her right Um, exactly so it's like she's just lost a lot oh my god if you believe the family feud thing all the things britney has lost this year what the hell is wrong and people are like laughing and it's like her mind her hair her marriage her it's like it's like people delight in watching (laughs) like it's just i know I, i was it's disgusting. I don't remember all of that stuff. I remember being so sad for her when all that happened. I remember it clearly because I was teaching right. at the time. I was like thinking about it all the time. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, it's upsetting. Brittany, you know? I know. Um, I know. Yeah, it was, it was very, um, yeah, also, it was very upsetting. I mean, let's not get into the fake paparazzi who didn't want to call himself paparazzi. That, um, mm-hmm. I'm going to call him the cute little Spanish guy, but like, he, yeah. like, I think he really did himself a disservice being in the documentary because he says that thing of like, she didn't give us any indication she wasn't into it. And it's like, yeah, the, why are you so close to my car? Can you please move? Mm-hmm. Can you please leave me mm-hmm. alone? What, where's the confusion in the indication there? Like, yeah. it's just so stressful and it's not fair and it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So that's the thing on the Matt Lauer that came up where he was like, do you, you know, like, what is it going to take to have the paparazzi leave you alone? Also that I thought that was just such a weird question, the way it was worded, like him asking her that. And she's like, I think he was looking for for her to get emotional. I feel like they're always doing it. She started, she starts crying and she's like, I don't know. Like, obviously she's like dying to find the answer to that question, but I just, obviously again it was this very much a sign of the times how big paparazzi was at the time so it wasn't Mm -hmm. the issue of like how do we get paparazzi to leave everyone alone it was like they are just a mainstay and you have to behave a certain way so they leave you alone like it was it was the it was too backwards and it just didn't make any sense and like I don't I mean, now I think there's different laws in place around um, that because frankly, it was harassment. There's, I don't care what people are going to say about the press. It was complete harassment of any individual. Um, But that, um, 
why they were even allowed to function the way they did because if they were just like normal people like bothering her all day they would be arrested like that would that would yeah. be harassment they would be you know there would be no question about it but the fact that like she couldn't move her car and that's what would happen to these celebrities it's like if they turn their wheel the certain way and it like runs over someone's foot and you're like but you're in my way I'm the one in the yeah. car like you're the one mm -hmm. that should move. I can't pick up the yeah. car and move it. So it's, it's just so upsetting. And I'm so curious to see what happens with the Britney thing. I'm, I, uh, I would really want to know from like an industry point of view of like how it came up and like how involved she was. And that's what I'm curious about. And like her name's not on any of the credits, like as a producer or anything like that. I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. I don't remember seeing that, mm -hmm. but I wonder like how much she had to sign off on because I think that's pretty badass if she's like all right dad like I can play like it's almost like I can play this game now too which is like hopeful maybe this yeah. is her way to start like clawing out of it but yeah where is her father and where is the judge that did this it just is unreal unreal but it now is. there's yeah. like her father isn't the full conservator it's half of a bank now yeah so like half her dad half a bank like a, now which is also weird like, yeah, what's very weird with yeah. her and then here's my thing about conservatorship too like so britney's a full-grown adult with uh you know traumas just like everybody else in the world but like she is in no way unable to care for herself or make decisions mm -hmm. but the thing yeah. is my argument is if like her dad stops being the conservator and for some reason Brittany like quote unquote loses her mind and spends all her money irrationally why it's not my problem like why do we care like that's she's the one that has to live this life like I don't know yeah what her dad you know what I mean obviously it's all money driven so the yeah. thing is if like if she took all that money and buried it somewhere in some foreign country and didn't tell anybody, that's her business. She earned that yeah. money. It's her money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it just doesn't, it's just It crazy. doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't yeah. make sense. So I don't know. We've been talking about this for a while. I don't know if you have any closing remarks because now I feel like our episode's getting long, but people who haven't watched the documentaries, I have a lot of faith that they're gonna wanna after hearing all this if they haven't watched it yet. Um, but yeah, I just, I love I think I think another thing about Brittany though, I think she's a lot mm -hmm. smarter than people think she is. A hundred percent. I like, I think she's very intelligent. And yeah. I think she, she really like freedom is a big thing for her. And mm -hmm. I think the fact that this has happened, I do think she's going to get out of it. Oh, 100%. I think something, I think, I think something yeah. good will come out of it, especially like yeah. given just the direction things have gone. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think she's super smart and I think mm -hmm. that she's, she's going to figure it out. Um, but I just think it's really tragic that so many years have passed like her mm -hmm. with her like these are years she could have been like enjoying her life and enjoying mm -hmm. her talents and wow. you know doing mm -hmm. things with her kids and yeah. like she can't even like get in her car and like like she said I like know. go to a starbucks that's insane it's it's but, like so awful i think what's so interesting about celebrities is i feel like they 
you know, the way I like, they kind of live out these like archetypes that we all experience. And it's like on this huge, like we just, that's why we relate to them so much, you know, because right. they're like, part, like they remind us of ourselves and parts of ourselves. So mm-hmm. I think like her, like becoming free, you know, will be very like, like indicative of something bigger happening culturally. It'll just be interesting, but I, I yeah. feel like it will, it will, things will get resolved and it'll, I hope that she has a really great life and I hope the boyfriend is real, you know, like what the fuck? I know. <laughs> I, I hope he's, he's real and I hope he really either. loves her, but it's just so weird. He's so young. Yeah. Yeah. But that that's a whole other podcast episode, I think. That's a whole other episode, yeah. Um, yeah, so we won't get into that. But um, <laughs> I do wish there was more, that, like, I don't know. Anyway. I know. Ugh, I believe. I, well, I believe well, in Brittany. Brittany Paris, if you're out there listening to Avoiding the Crime <laughs> podcast. We'd love to hang out with you sometime. Let us I know can make you, you a margarita on the podcast. <laughs> on that too, yeah. <laughs> But right, and margaritas, whatever it is. Um, yeah, how fun would it be to have a cocktail with Brittany and Paris? (laughs) It would be super fun. And Paris would be like, You didn't say nice things about me, Marlena. She'd get all like baby (laughs) about it, and like you're talking smack. But then Brittany went through the weird baby talk phase too. What she did that because that's a psychological thing for sure people like changing um their voice and it kind of puts them into a different state mentally maybe maybe they just wanted to be seen as you know I'm just a hurt child I don't know I think I mean they both it's been a baby voice for both of them like right why do adults do Paris was just so much more annoying for some reason right and it's weird though that it changes sometimes from like scene to scene to scene and it's yeah. like obviously Paris has like crazy anxiety. Um, yeah. And then Britney Spears, yeah. Obviously, we don't get um, in the documentary. We don't get like an inside look into her because she's not a, a no. part of the documentary. But I would. Oh my god! I hope she and does her own one day. That would be awesome. And yeah, she's gonna do some sort of explosive interview one day, finally, and like the world is gonna be waiting for her in a good way, and. <sighs> I'm we'll be waiting for, for you, Brittany. Yeah, we got you, girl, here at Avoiding the Podcast. <laughs> um, all right, I think we should wrap. This was a long one, but this is a fun one. So those of you out well, there that have watched, um, obviously go check out the documentaries. Let us know if you have any comments, questions, concerns. Thank you again for tuning in to Avoiding the Crowd Podcast. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye, everybody. See you next week, guys. Bye. Hello, this is Marlena Torres, and welcome to Avoiding the Crowd. It's just me today. I'm going to talk about the Paris Hilton and Britney Spears astrology. Um, we just wanted to tag this on as a little extra something for you to listen to after listening to the episode that Tina and I uh, did about their documentaries. So I'm just going to get right into it. <laughs> so first we'll look at Paris's astrology. Paris Hilton is an Aquarius sun and she has a Leo moon and her rising sign is Sagittarius. So if we look at Brittany, she's very similar. She has a Sagittarius sun. 
she has an Aquarius moon and then she's Libra rising. So this might sound a little confusing, but when people come together as, you know, close in any way, there's often similarities with the sun, moon, and or rising, whether it's the actual signs are the same, which Paris and Brittany both share Aquarius and Sagittarius, um, or it could just be elements, you know, like there's a lot of fire or, for example, um, Brittany's rising sign is Libra, is an air sign, and is very compatible, but also um, it's exciting with the fire, the Leo and Sagittarius that Paris has as her moon and rising sign. So the difference between the two of them is that Paris, if you look into the inner planets in her chart, so Mercury, Venus, and Mars, these are the planets that we look at when we're looking at personality. We look at the sun, the moon, the rising sign, and then Mercury, Mars, and Mercury, Venus, and Mars. So Paris has Mercury in Aquarius, and then she has Mars in Pisces, and she also has Venus in Aquarius. So this is a person who can really detach herself um, easily. <laughs> Aquarius is known for being very detached. Um, they're very intelligent, very smart, and they're very good at, at being a friend. They're kind of like a friend to all, but they never get too, too close. Now, I thought it was interesting because Paris seemed very protective of Brittany. At least that was what she was, that was the show that she was putting on. We all know that she, she's a bit of a, she likes to put on a show, um, which is common with Leo moon people, especially at night. At nighttime, more of our moon sign comes out. So, um, you know, Paris having a Leo moon makes her very comfortable in the spotlight, especially at night. So her going out, you know, to nightclubs and such as a teenager makes a lot of sense. And her being in the spotlight, throwing herself in the spotlight really, um, you know, is a way, it's really can be a, a coping mechanism so the fact that her, if her parents had known her astrology, <laughs> maybe they would have made different choices about how to deal with her out of control behavior because, um, you know, a Leo moon will just kind of want to put, showcase themselves that they're upset. Um, that's kind of, remember the moon sign is where people are reactive. So also with Paris being an Aquarius sun, having so much Aquarius in her chart, um, it's, they're really trailblazers, you know, they, they, they have their own path, they create their own path, so Paris kind of inventing this whole influencer role, it makes a lot of sense, and uh, yeah, it just makes sense for her being the Aquarius Leo, and you know, this a Sagittarius rising makes her very up for adventure, um, she's also someone who's just not very grounded, so the lack of sleep makes sense, um, that she talks about in her documentary. And it's very easy for her to just kind of be out in the world and, you know, to, to avoid any, any discomfort or pain that she's feeling. Now, when you go to Brittany, she's very different. So Brittany, like I said, is a Sagittarius sun, Aquarius moon, and Libra rising. When you get into her inner planets, she has Mercury and Sagittarius as well, so more fire. But then she has Venus and Capricorn and Mars and Virgo, so two Earth signs. And these are two Earth signs that really thrive with structure and stability and routine. So this is where, I mean, you can even see in pictures where Brittany just looks drained and Paris looks 
like Paris, <laughs> you know, she's glowing and, you know, she just looks kind of, you know, like a perfect, you know, Barbie. Um, Paris can do that whole crazy nightlife and just being out and about without any real structure. I'm not saying that that's what she wants or that's what she's destined to do for her whole life, you know, um, but it comes easier to her. It's more of a recurring theme for her that kind of works. Whereas with Brittany, not so much. Brittany needs structure. Really, she needs, Brittany's a person who needs a stable relationship. You know, as a liberalizing person, um, she's a relationship person. So the fact that she's fallen into this situation, the conservatorship situation, which is what her documentary was largely about, um, it makes sense. But with her being a Sagittarius, her sun sign being in a Sagittarius, um, Sagittarius is all about spontaneity and freedom and adventure, um, which with that being Paris's rising sign, you can really see why Brittany was drawn to her, you know, because she's always traveling. She's very free. She's very, you know, spontaneous. Like you want to know what she's going to do next, say next. (laughs) Um, but Brittany needs stability. And I think that that's why, um, I mean, there, there are many reasons why she went through what, what she went through. But I mean, that's a big difference between the two of them. Where there's a lot of similarity, that's that's a big difference. <laughs> that, that's the main difference is that Brittany is earthy. She has significant earthiness. And also that Brittany probably feels very conflicted between the Sag and Aquarius energy that she has, which is very free, um, very um, super smart. Like I said in the... When I during the podcast with Tina, I think she's much smarter than people um, think she is, and you know, give her credit for. Um, and um, she, she, so she has the, this aspect of herself that is very, um, very much needs a lot of freedom and is very mental. But then there's part of her that really just needs to be grounded and wants routine and wants safety and structure. Um, and so she may feel very, very, sorry, you can hear my dog breathing. She has a little respiratory infection. (laughs) She's sitting on my lap. Um, um, so Brittany might feel very divided and pulled between, you know, this part of herself that needs freedom and, um, is very mental and also wants to feel like she's home. You know, she wants to feel solid. Um, and that can even be, you know, a, a push-pull between, you know, her her career as a performer and, you know, having a relationship, um, being a mother. You know, these are things that um, can be more challenging for people who really value freedom and need a lot of freedom, um, but also want that, that structure and, you know, a family and all of that. And I think she even said in the documentary at one point that, you know, in the future, she just kind of wanted to be home with her family or her kids or something. I could be, I know she said something like that. Um, so, I mean, I think it's very, it's, it's, of course, we don't know what her day to day is. It's, I think it's, it's sad how she, you know, was separated from her children and, um, the, the impact that that must've had on her. Um, but I do believe, I do, I do think that with, you know, her being a Sagittarius son, with the sun sign, you're, you're looking at, um, major themes in your life and also where you're really growing on um, what you're growing into. So I think that, you know, this idea of freedom, um, is 
going to continue to be a big theme in her life. And I really do think that, I hope that, I also hope, <laughs> I do think that the conservatorship will eventually end and it'll be really interesting to hear her side of the story and what her life looks like, you know, as a free woman again. That will be very interesting, something to look forward to. Um, so I just wanted to share that little bit with you. I hope you found it interesting. Um, if you have any questions about Paris or Brittany's charts, I, I would love to, to answer them if, if you have them. Um, you can always send us a voice message through Anchor or you can email us at avoidingthecrowdpodcast at gmail.com. So thanks so much for listening and I'll talk to you next Tuesday. Bye.